Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Tesco, where you won't pay more for the products that matter most to you. Tesco, every little helps. What do you worry about when sending your child to a friend's house for a play date or a party? Many of you might have heard the unusual story uh, involving a Waterford parent who inquired about another family's liability insurance policy before allowing the child to attend a birthday party at the house. Quite a number of people have uh, been talking about this uh, and many are blaming the state of the insurance compo culture in the country today. Well, Jim Hartnett, uh, who has been a friend of the show for many years and had insurance related issues a few years back uh, has joined me in the studio with his thoughts on this you're welcome Jim Thank good you, morning to you Thank you very much. well first of all what do you make up about stories like this. I mentioned one instance of it, but to be honest with you, we've heard about it yeah. locally as well. It's, it's it's scary, isn't it? Uh, if you were the child or the, the parent of that child whose party it was, you'd be inclined to say, look, we'll go somewhere ourselves quietly and have a party. It's That's really, really worrying. Um, and that people are thinking about it, does it automatically mean they're thinking of a claim? If they do fall, somebody does fall. So it's, it's something, it's, you know, do we want to turn into America in terms of, litigation and it seems we are heading that way mm. the other thing of course and this is a product i suppose of people in their homes trying to make parties as enjoyable as possible and when you have a lot of kids running around particularly younger kids you're trying to find things to keep them entertained for a few hours and the bouncy castle yeah. that has uh, come into the equation trampolines as well and so have the dangers gone up slightly as a result too? I think they have, but I also think that people's awareness of the dangers have gone up, to be fair to them. And I know I actually work with somebody who on the side runs uh, a company renting out the, the, the bouncy castles. And uh, he said that uh, his insurance even already has gone through the roof and he's only in business three years. He's doing really well. He's in Cork, based in Cork. And uh, he said that uh, his insurance has already gone through the roof and if it doesn't come back down, he'll be looking at closing. And this is a new business that employs two people um, and this lad that, that works in it himself gets a few quid out of it. Uh, but it's two people in full-time employment and he's looking already at the costs and is it going to close him down? Jim, are we facing a situation where it'll only be wealthier parents who can afford to take parties outside of their home and to places like play centres mm -hmm. that will actually be able to have parties for their kids? I mean, it seems a bit extreme, but... It does. Or are you going to have a disclaimer as the child is coming through the door, you sign this and say, listen, we've taken all the possible precautions that we could, but if you do fall then, you know, you have to take some responsibility for that. I mean, you know, it's just a slippery road we're going down. Plus, it takes the enjoyment out of being a child. Part and parcel of being a child is falling and getting bruised and getting knocked around. Um, and within reason, I, th I don't think anybody in their right mind would invite children into their house and have an unsafe environment for them. Their own children are there. So nobody's going to put their own children in, in, into any kind of danger. So I don't think they're going to put, invite somebody and do the same thing. The other thing is, with the best will in the world, young kids will bump into each other. They'll, you know, clash heads. You know, I, I've seen an instance with my own young yeah. fellow where someone ran into him. They kind yeah. of simultaneously did. And mm -hmm. in this particular instance, because of angles, yeah. um, the other child bounced and yeah. he didn't bounce. And, you know, that happens. And, and again, that's part of it. Like, it happened in the schoolyard. I mean, we've heard the stories of schoolyards telling children not to run. You know, this is just absolute craziness. And children, as you say, will, you know, if the, if the bouncy castle isn't providing enough entertainment, they'll, they'll climb the tree in the garden. 
Um, and do you, you know, can you keep an eye on the whole time? Are, are, are we going to say, right, this is just children being children. They're going to do the dangerous thing. We'll try and mitigate against everything uh, that could put them into danger and do something about that. But Jim, you and I are talking about this and I'm sure a lot of people listening are thinking, well, okay, well, that's a common sense approach. Mm-hmm. But obviously, it's not the thinking of a lot of parents and a lot of no, families. No. Clearly, there are people, there must be, because we're hearing more and more of these stories. And they're going to court. Uh, I, I have seen recently, I've, as last night when I, after speaking to Katie, I got on, online and there are a few cases where uh, judges have turned around to solicitors and said there was absolutely no reason for you to bring this case into this court. You've wasted your time, the parents' time, cost money. Um, and the, the, so the legal um, profession has to take a, a stand on this. I, there's, there's nobody saying that if a child is injured and there was negligence that they shouldn't be looked after. That's perfectly acceptable. But where all reasonable steps have been taken, um, you know, the, the, the judges now are saying, right, lads, this throw, thrown it out. And, and I think rightly so. But the other side of it is, of course, that the, the legal profession will take a no-fall, no-fee basis. So it's not costing anything to go to court. Yes, that's a very good point. We're chatting to a good friend of the Limerick Today show, Jim Hartnett. I mean, and you, you've had your own battles with insurers, haven't you? <laughs> uh, funny enough, my, my car insurance went through the roof. Um, and for those who don't know me, I'm, I, I'm, I work in the ambulance service. Um, and as part of that training, we became you become a member of the the Institute of Advanced Motorists, which gives you an extra course to do to drive an ambulance. Uh, it actually brought down my insurance this year by about 150 euros. So <laughs> my my your uh, private insurance, my own home private insurance in the car. Yeah, yeah. it brought it down significantly, um, and it, it's now lower than it was what, two years ago, which is great. But it was. I mean, I got quotes this year, even without before I'd even said anything about an advanced driving course. I was getting quotes. I mean, I'm 52 years of age. I've never had an accident. I've never even had a ticket. Thankfully, touch wood, I never will have one. And my insurance was just going up for the sake of it. And we played that amazing piece of audio of Sinn Féin's Pierce Doherty yes. in the Oireachtas yeah. Committee yesterday. It happened earlier in the year and kind of went under the radar. It was really interesting where he challenged uh, the big bosses of a number of the big insurers and said, you know, what is going on here? You constantly complain about fraud jacking up insurance premiums for the ordinary person. But how many are you reporting to the Gardaí? And it turned out very, very few indeed. So very, very what's few. the truth? Is it gouging? Is it price gouging? It's not that long ago either we had raids on, there was a big re-raw made about raids on uh, a cartel in, in the insurance industry. Is that, is that is that what's going on? And, you know, insurance is there for a reason and, and if somebody needs to, to claim, let them claim. That's what it's there for. But it's the abuse of the whole thing. And it seems also that there's abuse from the insurance companies because as Pierce quite rightly pointed out, um, you know, it's not all as, as it seems. Finally, would you ask listeners this morning to think carefully about it? Think, is there a legitimate claim that I need to take or am I taking one that's marginal and, to be honest, was just a product of at a kid's Christmas party, for example? Just what happens? And the fallout can happen if you claimed against a neighbour, you know, and, and then it goes to court and then the judge says, this shouldn't have even gone into my courthouse, throw it out. That's a f- another fallout of it as well that you need to take into consideration. Is it is it really, really worth it? And I don't think anybody, and if you talk to anybody, two things they'll say, I have to have insurance on my car, we'll have insurance on my car. The other thing is, if there's a genuine claim, nobody will begrudge it to you. But the awards is the other thing, of course, Joe. The awards for taking a claim, a claim and even a small fall, it's there. Mm-hmm. You know, big money.
You mentioned me on the way in. Where, where do you think Irish rugby is going to end up going now oh, after? It was so disappointing outside. I mean, we're all, we're all sitting at home, like like every other house in the country. We're sitting at home uh, hoping that the performance of all... No, everything needed to come together. I think the team that Schmidt picked was probably the best team that he could have put out. Um, but too many of, of the lads didn't. didn't. It was a, I think it was a, overall a poor World uh, World Cup. I mean, to be beaten by Japan. I, and I, I'll accept the circumstances where... The weather went against them, you know, the, the, the heat and the humidity and the Japanese were used to that. But the Japanese played out of their skin. But even that day, the Irish team didn't turn up. And um, bar, except for the performance against Scotland, it was a poor, very poor over overall yeah. World Cup. And, and do you think that there needs to be a bit less emphasis now on one match four years from now, which is exactly what yeah. happened? Yeah. You know, I, people are now going, oh, will we start looking to a quarter final yeah. in France? Yeah in what 2023 yeah. is it is the next one I mean build it up, yeah. you know it is it, it's uh, I think the, my own thought on this I mean I, I, I played rugby as a young man Mick Lucy when he was in, in Ballingarry doctor in Ballingarry used to bring us into Gary Owen playing rugby and I just loved it I played it when I went to England and uh, so I, lo- I love watching the game I know very little about it if I'm truly honest but I love watching the game and it's so disappointing to see the performance that, that's gone through and a lot of these guys know like Rory Best they gave it 110% uh, Johnny Sexton gave it 110% can they build is it going to be that easy to build at the end of the day we don't have a huge pick either of course and we have to remember that when we have to be realistic about that as well if you go to England there's 11 million rugby players I think something like that how do you compete against that kind of stuff absolutely all right, thank you very much, Jim Hartnett, uh, for uh, chatting to us. Very good friend of the Limerick Today Show. Great to see you, Jim. Great to see good. you. Thank you very much. Call Limerick Today now on 461995.